Hello, people and creatures shaped like people. This is Bacon Dude. This is the Bacon Mega Show, the worst music podcast in the universe. Currently, it is 2.53 a.m. July the 23rd, 2023. Yes, this is a Saturday, I think. Or Sunday, depends on how you look at it. And I am kind of blogging off the cuff. I want to share just a few interesting things that are happening with my new song. It is called Circles. And it is exactly as you think it'll be. It is round. It is spinning and doing stuff. I am trying to reinvent the wheel in the... It's not even reinventing the wheel. It is, I'm making it overcomplicated, but also good, but satisfactory. Okay. Like it's one of those weird songs where I'm pretty far outside my comfort zone in a lot of things working with this song. Musically, it is simple. Audio wise, it is complex. Layering, it is complex. Working really utilizing the doll and leveraging the doll harder than it is leveraging my actual playing skills is what's making this quite an interesting challenge. Um, so I'm hearing effects, I'm hearing all kinds of stuff and it's just, how do I get this to go? So it kind of goes against the grain for how I feel because there is a lot of repetition but I'm making it interesting in the best way I can. And pardon the upward inflection here. I'm trying to think of this off the cuff here. Um, I'm sharing it this way while it's still fresh in my head. It kind of just to give myself my own kind of a bookmark here. Uh, I need to just document my wins. The biggest win is I'm learning how to use Ableton's built-in synthesizer called Drift. I'm still not satisfied with the, some of the patches I've made. I'm not satisfied with like how I've created them, but I'm willing to figure it out just to figure out a different way of thinking, even though it's really difficult because I can crank out a sound that I want in Surge XT in about 15 minutes now. So, but that also took time to practice. So I'm willing to take the time to understand drift and see where those two meet in the middle. And that's kind of the most important thing too, is once again, try your tools and your tool set. So circles is, is going to be good. That's just, I'm just not knocking that side of it. Um, I'm kind of just glad to be challenged. It's also why I've been taking my time with it because I, I am just kind of blown away that I'm, I've only made about a minute's worth of the song and I have literally been replaying like the same bars for at least four hours, five hours. And I would feel sorry for anyone that currently lives with me. If they did, I would probably be banned and be permanently put on headphones because I'm hearing it from a, how do I get this figured out from the outside point of view? It will drive them insane. And I do apologize. If anyone lives with me, this might be kind of a preemptive of how do I, understand mixing with good headphones but we're going to talk about headphones because i got the uh bayard dynamic 
DT770, and let me take these off to make sure I read that right. Yay, I read it right. DT770 Studio. Uh, micro review. They do what they say on the 10. They're comfortable. I can res- reference with them. I can hear everything I need to hear. And I'm just learning as I go. I can comfor- comfortably mix with them to an extent. I have definitely tuned my ear more to the Cali audios. And those are probably my babies that I kind of lock in on all the time. But when I can't, these will be what I work into and what I grow into. So I'll know more how I feel about these after like I start messing with mastering stuff and just getting a few other songs under my feet with it just to see where they fit in with all my equipment to get things figured out. Um, as far as my little vintage hi-fi speaker deals, I decided to this little let's have a little amp that goes with them little thing from amazon and to get the sound i wanted i wanted to have it basically mid-range emphasized and i wanted the lows to be rolled off all the way and i wanted the highs rolled off all the way so luckily it has like a little two band eq and i literally just rolled everything off and what i'm getting is the goal is on the flies yes my callies are my full spectrum monitors i trust uh, my little hi-fi speakers, because I rolled off all the frequencies, except for the mid-range, if there's anything like glaringly obvious or anything out of whack that the Callies will kind of mask. It's not really masking per se, but it's just when you have the full spectrum, you're not going to hear certain things. Uh, so focusing on what does it sound like in crappy speakers, I'm doing really good with those little vendor speakers. And I'm almost at the point now where I almost don't check a mix or when I'm in that mastering stage, when I like bounce it out, um, I'm still going to do my due diligence, but I have high confidence. It sounds well, if I can get it really good in those little hi-fi speakers and I'll see how the bear, bear dynamics kind of go in all this as I just work with this. I mean, all this equipment is not even six months old. So it's one of those drinking from fire hose moments where you just kind of take it easy and breathe. And so uh, back to the song creating circle. It's, it's not, it's not, I can't say tedious because tedious would mean it's actually annoying and is not, it is new ways of thinking, new ways of discovering. And I made a lot of good progress in making that song kind of grow. And it's really been kind of a, let it get cold, pick it up, try again, get inspired. It, Cause I'm, I'm literally writing the song as I'm mixing the song. This is one of those that it had really no idea in my head. And I just wanted to try all the things. So I'm trying all the names, turning knobs and just seeing what I can get away with it. Two things that come in my mind are two artists that I listen to or listen, or used to listen to. I should listen to them more. Uh, there's a song uh, called From Dust, and it's called From Rogue, and I might have said that wrong, but but Rogue is a very interesting dubstep composer, artist, how you want to say it, and I really like his songs, a lot of them, but From Dust, and I'll link that, I'll remember to link that, I need to listen to this when I get up in the morning, but I will include that, which is a great song, and the layering there's a 
like a jam band kind of deal that was like in the late 90s, early 2000s. They were called Down to the Bone. I don't know if they still make any new content. I need to check their albums. But they took layering to a whole different level. So you got this four on the floor beat. But instead of like using like techno or electronic instruments, they were using purely organic instruments, saxophone, piano, just all the usual acoustic instruments of modern times. But they were layering it as if it were just a true kind of jam. And from an early musician point of view, hearing layers is pretty awesome because you get to see how everything sits and mix together and just comes together. It's a great adventure if you had that kind of discerning ear to pick apart all those little instruments coming left and right. And me being a young kid, listening to Down to the Bone, that was one of those things. It was great just to hear different concepts and how you use instruments to lay them together. This is where layers come important. Um, the song Ladder, the reason why I called it one of my best works was layering. Yes, it was a thick song layer wise, but everything laid in its place. You could hear it. Nothing was too overhyped. Nothing was too sandwiched in. I'm taking that same concept, that same thinking and making sure, making sure that circle itself has that same feel of, yes, you have the layers, but you're not pancaked together to the point where it's just a total, just nothing. Just giant. I call it a giant nothing burger where it's like you have this built, you built this all stuff. You spent like hours and hours, these tiny little sounds and you'll never hear them in the mix because it's just so much happening. So that's another reason why circle has been taking so long because I'm trying to avoid that. The old, the ultimate goal with my creation. And as I've worked with this stuff is, is I know people's attention spans have gotten like super, super short and a four minute song, especially instrumental song will kind of fall off the map after about a minute or two. So the key is how do you make a song, hit them hard, get your point across, keep the listener engaged, but not make it sound like a total hot garbage mess. Um, so I've had to reimagine phrasing. I had to reimagine layering and, and I won't spoil too much about circle, but there's a reason why it's called circle. And that's, that's that simple. So while I spent four hours on one minute of this song, it's going to make sense once that one minute of hammering out has been figured out and created. Um, one thing I'm kind of concerned about is this guy doesn't quite have, I don't have all the effects how I want. I'm not even sure if I got the instruments how I want them. I have the events laid down, I have the idea laid down. Sound-wise, it's got a lot of work to get the right effects, the right everything. Um, so this may be a little while before I have another song released, but that's just how it is, I mean, from an artist's perspective. Sometimes you can hammer them out. Other times you just kind of got to sit back and breathe and just kind of smell the roses. And I do want to talk a little bit about my live playing. Um, so I had a gig with a local band. Um, they are called Milkshake Fatty. Uh, that is their name. I was brought into the group a after the name was created. But the band was able to play at the Knoxville Museum of Art. And it was a pretty good show. And that's another reason why I kind of took a break from creating because 
when I'm getting ready for a show, you can't have all your ideas run together. If not, you will just have like a totally split Swiss cheese brain and you can't focus on anything. So, but it felt good to kind of switch gears again and then get back to just playing an instrument again, getting ready to play live and all that fun stuff. The value of playing live, obviously, you get the camaraderie, you get everything else, but the we we were basically an instrumental group and but we do play covers, eighties, just danceable music, accessible music with like kind of like of a jazz flair to it. Uh if you want to hear more of us, just look for Milkshake Fatty on Instagram. There's a few clips there. And from there, you can kind of springboard from all the fun stuff you want to listen to and go from there. So there goes my shameless plug for the band that I'm a part of. Um, I'm kind of bringing this up where I'm listening to some of my patches through my DT770 headphones. And I just realized that even though I didn't have access to monitoring equipment, even though I didn't have access to like my own monitor or as a studio or whatever, those patches that I created, once I listened to them, they came together pretty good. I didn't have to make any changes. I, did, I didn't need to make any changes. shouldn't make any changes. But, but that's just one to say that if you tune your ear to whatever you listen to, you can get something decent from almost anything. The key is your mind. The key is the, the, the drive to get it figured out or the just work through it. It's a long way to process without like decent monitoring. It's a long, long way, but it can be done. Uh, and I'm trying to think what else is the thing that's kind of my head. That's really kind of it. Um, so once again, not the best show about music, just me basically blogging for 15 minutes when I should be sleeping, but it's the weekend. I don't care. Music things happen. I love the space. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm enjoying my life. So guys and gals and creatures, whoever else is out here listening, if anybody's listening, even if it's just three people, I'm Bacon Dude. This is the Bacon Mega Show. And once again, this concludes another episode of the worst music podcast in the universe.